So yeah, you do need the traffic manager add-on. But then with the tra- the time traffic lights, then because you can like tailor them to the traffic flow, you can mm. and use like a long string of them. You you can almost use them like a get out of jail card for your all your traffic issues across the whole city. Mm. That's pretty. I mean, that's that's that could be useful for me because as you as you're aware, my city on is is expanding rapidly, and so we're getting all kinds of bottlenecks. So I'll look that up. Mm. I appreciate that, Tony. Tom, I mean, you've been building a dam, haven't you, on your city skyline? Yeah, I, but I now feel with the, the, the traffic management discussion, I'm just like I'm missing out by playing on console. Like I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I, I've just got I've just got a load of people queuing up on the highway because they've all decided that they need to come off at the next junction. It's just uh-huh. it's a nightmare. It's just disappointing, really. I I did do a very brief YouTube of the of the time traffic lights, which you could still watch. It's not up to Chris's standards, but I'll I'll send you that if you want. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, it's it's wonderful. It, it's it, it it truly it taught me how to make traffic lights. Anyway, anyway, yes. Welcome to the Wizards of City Skylines, um, a a podcast where three Stoke City fans discuss the video game sensation City Skylines because that's all we've done during lockdown and in the intermediate period between seasons finishing. Yeah, they've. I say that, but it's like as soon as one season finishes, the next one comes along, doesn't it? I mean, we, I was uh, literally talking to, about this with my flatmate. We were like, we sat watching yesterday's game um, being like, oh, bloody hell, it's been so long without football. I think it was, I think it was three weeks since the Champions League final. It was a week since the Champions League final. We felt like <laughs> a week had gone on for nearly a month. I don't know about you guys either, though, but... I don't because because the gap has been so short for obvious reasons, um, and because we we haven't had the buzz around fans going to friendlies and and it's it's not the usual situation. I just don't feel like we're in a new season at all. It still feels like a continuation of the last one. And I mean, you could get philosophical and talk about well, what is a season? They move and meander into each other anyway. But but really, I I just don't feel like we're we're in this in this podcast going to talk about this this game against Blackpool and what we can expect from a coming season. But it could just be a continuation of last season for all I know. Like that's that's just, the perfect analogy with them blending into each other because it's August and I've had the heating on all day. <laughs> yeah oh man should we do it right i know we, we did our talk about city skylines but i feel like we should introduce ourselves in this podcast uh properly welcome actually to the wizards of drivel podcast um where three stoke city fans ramble about city skylines um you you join us then at the start of yet another season just as the old one had finished a, a new one begins and and with it come the the fresh rumours of major moves across the, the footballing landscape. The, the big one being not Stoke City related in, in directly, but uh, Lionel Messi, is he going to come to Man City? Will he then get to play against Stoke in that on that, on that uh, prophetic evening and prove himself? Will he get bored of that question? I mean, the, the, the one thing that is for sure is you don't need to worry about Stoke getting promoted, guys, because we're still in the League Cup. You only need to draw us in the next few rounds and you can see what Messi could be like. And with it being the League Cup, it might be on a Tuesday night. So wonderful. 
that was a, a horrible introduction, but I'd like to welcome <laughs> to our new podcast for the new season, uh, Tony. You heard him talk about traffic lights. How are you? I'm okay, I think. It would be funny if Messi did go to Man City and we did draw them at home in the League Cup and the yeah. entire football media world, every single person who's ever been on Twitter, everyone who's ever heard of football is going like that <laughs> the meme with where everyone's I've... staring at Bart Simpson waiting for him to say the thing and he's on the bench and they don't bring him on I mean it's 9-0 well this is the thing like (laughs) we we will definitely get drawn against them and Pep will be like no I'm saving 33 year old Messi for the for the Premier League I'm not playing him against Championship Stoke (laughs) he's literally too good for us uh, Tom, Tom, you're also on this podcast, and you have opinions about things. I do. What is your What's your thoughts on the ludicrous amount of money that will no doubt be thrown around to encourage Messi to come to the Premier League, I, the greatest league? I'm of all really time? excited for Messi to become a fellow Mancunian, and um, for <laughs> I, I mean, obviously he listens to the pod, but in case he misses this one, Bojan, um, just let him know that he can come. He can come <laughs> with me to Crazy Pedro's for frozen margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have a great time. We will have a cracking and of, time. And of course, that to to go back to a conversation that was before we pressed record, we'll be supporting <laughs> the local businesses of the city well, yeah, that we yeah. we need that we we need to break lockdown to support support big chains. But also, no, so Crazy Pedro's isn't a big chain though. I'm, I'm not saying Crazy Pedro's, but you could take him into a, 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 a Greg's or something, couldn't? <laughs> you could yeah, exactly. <laughs> But also, thanks, thanks to the regulations about masks, it would avoid you getting recognised. So you could yeah, go he, out, and, and Tom, yeah. you wouldn't get that much abuse off Stoke fans. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right, let's, 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 do a, a, <laughs> let's do some Stoke stuff. So, first proper competitive fixture, albeit it did not feel like a competitive fixture... At least to me, anyway. Um, we are through to the next round of the League Cup, having overcome the tangerine dream that is Blackpool on penalties. Um, I suppose we will start with you, Tom. Was that performance any good? It was certainly a performance. Um, <laughs> I think, no. It was quite bad, but also, eh. Like it's just a preseason <laughs> game, really, isn't it? It was a preseason. It is, but did game. you? I, I've seen, I've seen, as as is usual, the post-match comments are quite hyperbolic, mm. and a few people are quite that that end of yeah. se- that end of season three days ago, um, where people were very happy because we'd beaten Forest, and everyone was like, "We're definitely going to do really well." next season that's kind of been eroded away by the last well by the Blackpool game and by the last few friendlies even though results of Burton game aside were okay um are you did you did you watch that performance and did you think okay maybe we were getting a bit ahead of ourselves I feel it was the perfect game performance result for you to read into whatever you want to read into the game even if your agenda is so strong that you didn't even watch the game and you felt you could comment on who played badly and who shouldn't have been praised by the manager or how the game went. 
It was just really. I think if I was going to be serious, it was just we were really bad in possession. Um, Nick Powell. I, 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 during the event, Nick Powell is actually making me quite upset and angry, which I don't like because uh, Nick is like one of the only people in the team I really enjoy. Um, but now looking back on it, that we didn't get knocked out, I find it quite amusing how little he was paying attention to the game. He was—he just didn't care. He was—he was very much just like, oh yeah, I'll try that. Oh, didn't come off. Whoops. Alas. <laughs> Tony, it—it it definitely had the feel of pre-season, and I know that um, from the last. It's certainly, at least in my mind, the last few years, these first fixtures in the League Cup have always been a bit of a... I, I can't remember the last time we had, like, the first game of a season in the League Cup, and it was like, yeah, what a what a fantastic game that was. It always seemed to be harder than it than it needs to be. Um, maybe it's just that the teams don't really care about, about these type of fixtures. But I, for you, did you feel like this game didn't really matter? It it was um, it it did have a preseason feel, but it didn't have the the good bit of preseason where they bring like ten players on and you get to see players play that you haven't seen that often. I, I, it felt mm. like I was waiting for that all the time. I would have liked to have seen more people, not mentioning anyone particularly. Um, but uh, for me, it was it was it was very normal. It was a very normal Stoke performance where we <laughs> for a lot of the last few seasons where. We we've sort of played about thirty percent slower than the other team, and we we've got enough quality to sort of do something if if we get to it. But, but I mean, they only had two chances off the top of my head. One of which would have been a pretty amusing own goal um, mm-hmm. that Bruno then flicked off the line, having nearly put it in, which I enjoyed. And there was a good save from Davies quite early on. But we made some all right chances if if it wasn't for us being us in the final third. There was a yeah. couple that I think Timon would have scored, but <laughs> but yeah, we we've got it was it was it's slow and it was pre seasony, but it wasn't worrying pre seasony. I don't think it was just mm. normal. Early, I mean, it was better than any of our recent openers to a season probably because we didn't <laughs> lose. We kept a clean sheet. This is this is true. This is true, and um, well, and we. Certainly, and, and I'm sure we'll go on to the uh, some standout players. But in terms of goalkeeping performances, we saw um, we saw uh, Adam Davis save save two in the penalty shootouts. One from Oliver Sarkic, I believe, and the other from uh, my ultimate striker in my Swindon Town save on Football Manager <laughs> Keshi Anderson. Um, so, which was nice. I don't think. I, don't, I mean, remind me if I'm wrong, or correct me rather, but I think the last time a penalty was saved was... Chelsea League Cup. Yeah, uh, Eden Hazard, yeah. yeah. So so that's, I mean, that's a whole age ago. I mean, yeah. I'd say say Adam Davis. Did we? we? Well, you were there. He scored one. I remember him scoring one. Maybe they just missed one and he he scored it. That almost counts. Sorry, carry on, Tom. I reckon, yeah, I reckon Adam Davis in the past, like, millennia, has saved uh, approximately infinite times more penalties than <laughs> Jack Butland or any other Stoke keeper has since I don't know Tommy Sorensen. He was good at penalties. 
<laughs> on the second half, it felt like we were uh, to, to 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 refer back to football manager. It felt like we had a lot of clear-cut football manager chances where you're one-on-one with the goalkeeper, but you're never going to score ever. Mm. Like they just mm-hmm. all of them. Klukas was at it. <laughs> Someone else oh. was at it. Another person was at it. There was another bloke who was at it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think you get to a certain point with Stoke where even when they get in those positions, you don't feel <laughs> that sense of excitement because you just know what's going to happen. Like I, I, I envy maybe some of our younger fans who are who are not as um, soured to the experience <laughs> as us who can still look at some of those chances and be like, oh my gosh, because you just if it, it's that that pessimism that they breed it, in. You, it I feels guess. like there must be a long German word that. <laughs> encompasses like excitement and dread but more dread mm. than excitement that yeah yes. it, it, you could abbreviate it to Stoke <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but I mean you, you are completely right like the the yes it wasn't an, an amazing performance but we certainly we didn't lose we are still in the cup competition um does that mean anything to you do you when we're gonna win it like, yes <laughs> I know like when we were in, this is maybe just me, and but when we were in the Premier League, like I thought that the League Cup should be a priority because realistically, we're a team in the top division. We can we can go for it. I I don't feel that way in the Championship. I kind of feel like it's a distraction from the ultimate goal, um, and that may be just again the cynical nature of football. But do you do you still love the cup? Would you like to go on a cup run this season, either of you? Losing to a fascist really kind of ruined the League Cup for a long time for me. Um, Swindon, yeah, that was that was that, that was a horrible game of football. Sorry for bringing that back up for was anyone. Was the Swindon Town? Was that the one where Jamie Ness came on and then? Oh. He... Jamie Ness isn't a real person, Chris. Come on, he is. He was he, born he, in the same hospital as me. Him, Tom Saws, I... and uh, Michael Tong. None of them really existed. They were shared hallucinations. <laughs> Was it that game though, or was that against Wrexham? I remember a series of League Cup games, like in a few seasons. No, where it, was it just can't have been Wrexham. Wrexham was Wrexham was FA Cup Mark Hughes, and we didn't lose. Okay, okay, yeah. The, sorry, sorry, sorry. To go to nostalgia, <laughs> horrible nostalgia. Swindon Town was Tony Pulis's last season, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. That was, that, yes, mm-hmm. that would be exactly right. Yeah. Yes, yes, and Jamie Ness made all of a twenty-minute cameo. Came on, got injured, went off. He, um, uh, yeah. Foot, oh, football players from it. Aberdeen playing for Stoke always works out really well, doesn't it? <laughs> we, we've we've covered um, Jamie before. I think I'm fairly sure he's a financial advisor now. Really? Yeah, good on him. Oh. Lots of work at the minute. Let's uh, And you've got to advise Prep on what they're going to do. In the next, in this coming recession, you know. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry, football, come on. Um, so it, it was a potential um, upset there against Blackpool, but we overcame it. Um, and um, I don't know, like, so so the, the, the game then at hand, was there any standout players for you, Tony, who you felt... Um, who you watched and you were like, oh, I'm I'm impressed by them. Any standout good performances? I think we've we've already said it as as much, but it, it was one of those games where you the ball came and somebody was like, oh, I'd forgotten they were playing. 
up to about mm. 70 minutes. Um, <laughs> probably the exception is the goalkeeper, which we've our our, re, our our competent championship goalkeeper stopping shots <laughs> and doing all the things you want from a goalkeeper. High-end championship, I would say. He is, in fact, a good goalkeeper, and we have been so starved of that for a while now. Um, Sim- Simonson mould, but no, I'd, I'd, I'd love him. Um, I think all three subs looked fairly lively when they came on in different ways. Fletcher, like, I've seen so much of Fletcher playing for Scotland, I still can't believe it's the same player who used to bully us whenever we played against him. But no, he, he immediately looked good. Um Tash and Oakley Booth's penalty. All of the penalties, <laughs> all of the penalties were, apart from someone's, um, yeah, the ones that went in were. Oof, they were. Mm. Ooh, they were nice. Even Blackpool's, they were all very good penalties as well. It was a, it was a spectacular penalty shootout. I mm. think a phobie was really good. I mean, his hold-up play was good, and he was quite quick and sharpish, but. More than anything, and I really appreciate this in a first-round League Cup game, which is pretty much a glorified pre-season match, he was a big old shithouse. <laughs> he was horrible. <laughs> and that you, is something that I don't think we've seen from Benikafobi before. So, do you think fun. he has a? Do you think he has a place in this squad? I think he has the in place in the squad. I, I, I'd be really? really surprised to not see him be the leading striker Um Either in like the two in this three five two or in a one in moving back to the four three three, I think mm. he ultimately will get the care and attention that he never got under Rower and that he got from Jones for a preseason and then for precisely one competitive <laughs> championship fixture um, that he needs. And the fact that there's no fans there, mm-hmm. good really good for him because I, I don't know why I've always thought he was a good striker um, and he's always had a bit of a tough time with our fans um, probably unfairly but yeah I like him Con- considering it was his first first game effectively back after a pretty bad injury as well it wasn't hmm. sorry he, wasn't played it? A few ga- he played a few games oh. for Bristol at the end of last season which was last week so Bristol basically <laughs> basically all the same game I, I yeah. understand and agree although it was at least three years ago <laughs> that's it time time has been both so quick and so slow there is it, it, it explains is, why it I forgot ludicrous. exactly exactly what about um, the opposite then um, any players Tom who you felt were particularly poor I thought our player of the season was pretty crap for him really yeah he he absolutely missed which I think we're going to have to turn, even though he never... Oh, no, he did. He scored it against whoever we played in Northern Ireland, um, Mm. but also had a few shots like that against Nottingham Forest. He missed an absolute sitter of a Josh Timon chance, which is the the ball sitting up nicely for you, approximately 10 yards out, for you to just whack in. Um, (laughs) Maka just whacked it wide. And other than that, I thought he was... Bruno was getting absolutely toasted by uh, Blackpool's winger, and I can't remember his name. Um, and McLean was hanging him out to dry. Every, I mean, we can laugh about it now because we didn't lose to a League One team, but he was properly just like left back. Nah, that's not my job. <laughs> what What is James McLean then in this system? Is he is he a left wing back? Is he like what is? I, he? I think that also <laughs> speaks to the to the. Well, I don't know. 
Because now I'm, I, I was certain that there was no, there was no um, systematic failures in the game yesterday. But now thinking about it, I feel like McLean is the one way you get stuck in between the two worlds because the strikers. Gregory was crap too. Like Gregory was really poor for, and I like Gregory, and I, I, I thought his hold up play was naff. Um, he left Benikafobi to do most of it, and then ran around a bit. But when when they when the strikers when the front two can't hold the play up themselves, McLean gets dragged and dragged forward because he's a midfielder, and his reaction to that system is they they need support, which then just left Bruno just floundering against someone who was much quicker than him. Did anyone see um, O'Neill's comments post game regards regarding fullbacks and the system, and basically saying that he's playing this system because he feels these are the players, this is the best system for the players we have. That yeah, type of thing. He, he said he doesn't particularly like the system, but we've got seven centre backs, so <laughs> eat it. Basically, <laughs> a bit of an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, good to fill us with such confidence there. <laughs> Thank mean, you, same. for that. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, yeah. Any other, any other players who, good or bad, had a had a good time or a bad time? Our other player of the season, um, on his one-on-one chance, just hmm. did my head in by running to the side, but meant it was on his wrong foot and just pushing himself out for no reason. He was just clear through on goal and just went, I'm going to put it on my wrong foot, so then I fall over when I try and kick it. Uh. Which, yeah, which <laughs> is really daft when you look at Klukas' goals from last season, and I'd say six. No, way more than six. It was McLean who scored seven. Six, 60%. I'd say nine, nine, no, more than 60%, nine out of the 11 are him twatting the ball as hard as he can from a specific distance and he decides <laughs> to, to think he's a finisher. It's pre-season, <laughs> isn't it? Every, that was yeah. the thing. Everyone took a touch too many. That was probably mm-hmm. the thing that cost us the most and made us play slowly and made us play poor passes was everyone wanted to take an extra touch, which mm. even though it's not been that long, it has been a month, I think. Since the give or take. It has been in, in, in has the Roman been, calendar. It has been a month. It has been both three years and also three days. Um, one of the other things then that people are uh, quite rightly criticising the performance for is its um, <clears throat> lack, lack of pace in the team. Uh, as you're aware, Tom Cruise once said that he felt the need the need for speed. Uh, so why do we not feel the need for speed? I, Tony, you're raising your hand. I I enjoy and respect your 80s film reference there, but I want to bring it Thanks. a little bit closer to the present day for the younger listeners. So I, w- I want to bring you into sunny 1994. <laughs> so you shuffle through your Laserdisc collection and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and pull out, because I, I think it feels like we're more like the actual film Speed, where... <laughs> Where we sort of bimble along at 50 miles an hour for the whole game, but we're not going to go any faster and we're not going to get any slower. We're just going to politely try and work our shit out and not get anyone killed. Mm. That's, that's, <laughs> but we neither, we neither have Keanu Reeves or Dennis Hopper. To make it fun. To make, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> film analogies aside, um, <laughs> as much as I enjoyed that, um, what. Uh, we we've said for a good long time that this team it's lacked pace for many many years, um, and we can see that. 
presumably people in the club can see that. Why why do we not play with any speed? Because whenever we do have a little bit, we look decent, have, don't we not? Have we tried signing a load of 33-year-olds? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I was watching the game with a Villa fan um, who apparently was explaining to me that they all, they all, all the Villa fans called James Chester Chessy. And if that doesn't make you feel sick, I don't know what will. Um, but he commented on how slow our defence was. I think that's that's a big problem. We, if if you've got quick attackers, we sort of have to retreat a bit. Um, uh, uh, Tony's pointing at Josh Simon behind him, and I don't think I was more meaning a quick centre back. That would be nice. I, I don't know if they exist. Um, I think we sign loads of players who we expect to be quick, and then they're Tom Ince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true cuz no none of our players really have blistering pace. I suppose Campbell is quite fast, but Campbell Campbell then... and Afobi looked really quick. Both of them yeah. looked Afobi looked quick enough to scare defenders, not to not to just beat them in a race. So Afobi would go off and then the defender would try and get on the ball and Afobi would sort of yeah. ram them a bit and we got a few chances through that. Whereas Campbell was just I don't know if it was tired legs or anything, but he was just much quicker than everyone else on the pitch. So maybe we do have quick people now and we just don't know about them. But but we don't utilise it. Like Pace is not a a part of our strategy. It's about moving the ball quickly as well, isn't it? Like if you've got the fast players, move the ball to them quickly, that kind of thing, get them to run onto it, which we've done Mm -hmm. at times. Like Tom will remember better than me, but I'm sure under Nathan Jones there were times where we passed it around really quickly in those few games we looked quite good just like three games i think i think i think also the um and o'neill i mean if the, the the thing that was clear that we were trying to do against blackpool was play it in behind them and i think that is something o'neill has put his finger on as something stoke don't do quick enough because you can't you can't make use of um that speed by trying to build through the midfield really quickly unless you're playing like a tic tac system where people drop off to pull a defender out of space and then um, like push the ball into that space. We're now just trying to exploit teams who are playing high lines and pressing because that's what the championships become. It's become like Bundesliga on crack and there's 46 games. So, woo! <laughs> um, and teams will play high lines. But when you're playing Sam Vokes up front on his own, you can have the quickest wingers in the world. They aren't gonna. They aren't going to work. <laughs> so now we're getting there and I think we saw it with a phobie and we definitely saw it with Campbell so I think O'Neill is addressing it but obviously like he says we've got a billion centre-backs we've got people who are crap and we're thinking we might use a squad player unless someone would so kindly <laughs> like to give us some money for them and then we can go and sign someone useful that moves me very nicely on to, to my, my next question then and we do have a few questions from from the dear listeners of twitter that i'd like to to throw at you um but if if the season's going to start then tomorrow and apparently we've got friendlies in between but i mean neither the stoke website or anything tells you anything about them <laughs> and if so... they do, they'll tell you about an hour before kickoff to the anger yes of yes and <laughs> yeah. um, but if the season is to start then tomorrow presumably pre- pretend that no other business was to happen, and that may be realistic. But um, what would your starting eleven be then for the season coming, Tony? Ooh, Davies. Um, then can I just shock you? 
Probably, probably <laughs> Josh Tymon. Left to right, <laughs> Philistine, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, order of importance. Uh, Josh Tymon, some defenders, uh, midfield, I don't know. Uh, Bart, probably Chester. Um, Smith? I'm pretty much for a team that finished against Forest, but maybe Stephen Fletcher coming in. What about, um, I mean, we've not seen too much, but John Obi McKell, is he... Any, does he get anywhere nearby, or do you wait to yeah. wait to see what he can bring? I don't think he's fit enough, is he? So I, I think I'd go probably pretty much exactly the same team as Tony's suggesting, apart from I'd I'd throw Benick in up front, Campbell on the right, McLean on the left, Powell in behind, and then if Mikel's fit enough, yeah, please God, a competent holding midfielder. <laughs> We've needed one of them since. I was 19... born. <laughs> this, this is actually this is a question from from Dom on Twitter. He says, "When everyone is fit, assuming that Badu and Atemo are not in the picture, what does the midfield look like?" Basically, yeah. like an and uh, uh, um... no, no, don't 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 Gianelli be funny. And Bula. and an, an be... effigy to Nick Powell. <laughs> okay. With 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 you've got Klukas flaming framing him on the left. You've got Mikel framing him on the right. And it's just oh wow, Nick Powell, wow. I'm I'm surprised, Tom, that you're not wanting Joe Allen back in that midfield. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, I had forgotten about him. I would have mentioned him just to get a rise out this of Tom, but no need. <laughs> um, we've got a lot of players, haven't we? <laughs> we do. We have we have a lot of centre backs. I'm waiting for a lot of midfielders. I'm waiting for us to find out what number of the squad Lee Hendry gets this season. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you, you 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 go to check the team. You check the subs bench, and it's oh, I haven't seen you for a decade. <laughs> yeah, like when you see Fletcher, and you're like, wait, what? Oh no, the the new one. Yeah, okay. Christ, I did have a moment. Do you know, yeah, the amount of times I've seen Fletcher get mentioned, I'm like, really? When? What? Did he not? What's he what? doing up front? Yeah. Has uh, he not trying to flog Nathan Collins to Man United? Well, if it oh, may, wow. maybe that'd help us get down to a, a only nineteen fit centre backs. But Nathan Collins is one that I want to keep. <laughs> we sell all the young ones and keep our squad with an average age of thirty-seven. It's... I would have liked to have seen Suter. I, I was expecting him to come on at some point. He didn't, but that's because we only yes. got three subs because it's a joke competition. <laughs> Imagine only having three subs. That's ridiculous. I mean, I, That's I'm gone. fine with three subs, but I'm really upset with no nine subs on the bench because that that yeah. gives you it means you can pick a right back and a left back and another striker. It's just it's, it's football. You're stupid. We should have as many subs Get, as you want on the bench, that, but you can only bring three on. That's what's going to be the best <laughs> thing about the next version of Football Manager is how many subs you'll have in the in the English mm. leagues. Because oh, that's... shall I? Oh, Tony, I feel really bad for telling you this, but they've gone. Oh, no. They've gone back to three subs permanently. Really? Yeah. But but are they still having like a water break and stuff? It's all gone. <laughs> it's just back to normal football with no. <laughs> I hate football. <laughs> I hate normal football. Normal football's the worst. <laughs> this was the opportunity to reinvent the game, and they've blown it. We're gonna be they? shit again, aren't we? we? 
What do you mean again? <laughs> Same as it ever was. Been a I'm referring to every other season of my time watching Stoke, apart from one. Oh man, man, oh dear. Right then, what then? Let's oh. on the on the, to, to flip a coin and do the other side now. If, however, Stoke were to do any transfer business before the start of the season, um, you don't need to say. Uh, any player you wish to come in because it's the championship and who even knows what we go for anymore. Um, but like, what areas do you, <laughs> we have, we've just been saying we have so many players. Is there players you want to bring in? An area more you want to bring backs, players in? More central <laughs> midfielders, more old strikers, possibly that Blackpool winger whose name we can't remember. I was, I was going to say anyone eligible for a 16 to 25 rail card. <laughs> that would be my my target. That's the only. Please. I was going to say rail card, like anyone eligible for a rail card, but then I realised they give them to old people, and I'm like, no, no more of them. Please stop. But what about positionally? What would you want? A good left winger. Uh, I had to yeah. Avoid that one. Um, I, yeah, a winger, definitely one winger who's not Tom Ince. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a. I don't know. I think that's it. Stop signing people. Sell some yeah. people. <laughs> we can't, This is the problem. We can't sell anyone <laughs> because no one wants them. Loan okay? them. Loan them to anyone. Someone will take someone <sighs> on loan. We've, I'm we've surely, seen surely Gary Rowett likes <laughs> half the squad. He likes Ryan Woods. Gary Rowett would take half the squad and get them playing well, though. <laughs> yeah. Against us. In yeah. the, okay, on exactly. the first day of the season. Is, is that why we've oh, got Alec man. Aldridge in, then? Is, is he in charge of yes. not buying anyone? <laughs> well, I was going to come on I was gonna come on to this as someone someone had wanted us to discuss, oh. discuss this new edition. Um, forgive me, I cannot remember who it was who said it. Let me Let me see... If I, oh, it was Robin Tunstall says the very young man that Martin O'Neill has employed, which that makes it sound weird. <laughs> the very young man. He, he's <laughs> I'm me, assuming I he. I yeah, I don't know how old he is. So. Oh fuck. Okay, okay, okay. So he is. So that is. That, I mean, how do we feel? <laughs> how do we feel about this? Um, this this new person in the club. Then what's what have been your takeaways from the? From this as an addition, that he hasn't played foot, professional football at any level, and that is fucking brilliant. Like, yay! No more. Or oh, get him. He's a good lad. Good for the passion. No, stop. Are you good at football? No. Bye. Um, he seems to have done. I don't know. Millwall fans seem to not like him because you can find any football fan who doesn't like someone. That's just the rules called Twitter. Um, I don't know. I just give him a chance. I always thought our last director of football didn't do badly. But yeah, it, it's kind of difficult to make a real judgment until we see where we we end up. I guess with with <clears throat> players and stuff. It's it's very difficult to see just on the face of it why we've made that move. But I guess in O'Neill we trust. In this respect, he probably knows more than we do about the inner workings of what this guy can bring. Would you agree, Tony? He, he has come out and said it was his appointment as well, hasn't he? Um, mm. Pretty but much, also yeah. ev- Long-term and short-term, Yeah, so presumably he's got some kind of strategy to implement over 
a length of time and his first job I assume because every time like if you asked if you saw Michael O'Neill in the street and asked him the time he'd say we need to get rid of some players um, <laughs> <laughs> but centre back yeah <laughs> not that one oh. but also, he also said that there's a, a whole recruitment department still needs to be built to be so, yeah that, that was the really scary thing wasn't it that he mm, I mean obviously yeah. we had a strategy under Hughes but it, we can probably tell it for what it was now and we can see that it was not a strategy at all it was mm-hmm. have you spotted this player oh yeah he'll do like it, it, it just, <laughs> it was just i mean i, I don't want to go on to a rant about the club but um I, I some of some of the way we are structured off the pitch it's a miracle we were in the premier league for 10 years and nearly and, and went literally played in europe <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> I think the one thing Stokes don't really need to bring into the ground to show we're a forward-thinking club is a prep. <laughs> and they need all the they need all the help they can get. Yeah. Prep, don't yeah, they? These difficult times in this current climate. Is that what it is? Go. As in, as in, do a do a season ticket with prep. <laughs> How would I'd, I mean? Pratt, we're selling coffee season tickets, so coffee and football. Mm. Makes makes perfect sense, doesn't it? I'm really sorry. How? I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> I'm surprised that Spurs don't have a Pratt in their stadium. You know, Chelsea used to have a Costa. Did it, <laughs> hey, <laughs> lads? That, that was really quick. That was, that was really good. Was I liked it. I liked it. Right. Goodness me, we're going. We're going off the the. It's good to be back, isn't it? It's been so long since the football season. It's great to be here again. Um, is there any other business, Stoke City related or otherwise, that you wish to discuss on this here podcast before we we think about ending this? Not 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 our lives, but <laughs> just all, all, you know. All I'd like to say really is that I hope everyone's well and keeping safe. Yes, of course. And it would be nice that one day we can go and watch football in person again. That would be good. But until then, we will make do with yeah. echoey stadiums. Until then, everyone's got to watch football on a stream, which makes you a worse fan. <laughs> it does. You're all <laughs> terrible keyboard warriors. <laughs> it is fun. It, is. it isn't the same, and yet somehow I, I, I wouldn't want to do without it. But yeah, it doesn't feel proper. It occupies a period of what was formerly known as time. I think that would be that would be <laughs> what does. I'd go for. And it's it does, nice. but I definitely I definitely struggle in the in the lead up to games and after games, feeling like the the, the, the same emotional investment doesn't isn't there for me as of yet, um, and it hasn't been throughout the whole of lockdown, even when. We were playing games, you know. Good results aside, when we did have those good results against Forest and stuff, it it still doesn't quite have the same feel to it. And I do, obviously, I don't want them to rush the stadiums back just to support Pratt, but <laughs> I I do hope that we will be able to go and watch football again sometime. See, I'd blame, I blame, I, I think, I, it, I think coronavirus is a convenient, convenient thing to blame. For that lack of raw 
emotion that we used to get. I think it's Michael Bloody O'Neill. He's made everything a bit more predictable. You don't get to two <laughs> o'clock and read a team sheet and want to throw your phone out a window. Well. You don't watch a performance where Stoke have approximately 100 shots and the opposition have two and win 8-0. Oh. Michael O'Neill, <laughs> yeah. you've made everything so 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 calm and composed and... Pfft, I, I don't know if it's what I want. Oh, <laughs> Where's the drama? Eh? <laughs> you wish where, bring, bring bring back the turbulent where, times. Where are the existential crises? That's my question. That's the unbalance. Michael O'Neill has withdrawn withdrawn existential crises from being related to Stoke City Football Club, and much like opening Pandora's box, has released it onto. The rest of humanity. Literally, literally everything uh, yeah, else. everything. Like, if, if anything, Stoke City is now the one constant and everything else is in flux and is just a complete and utter hellish landscape. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty mm. much. Well, that's been that's been week one of the new season <laughs> for Wizards of Drivel, hasn't it, really? Oh, man. Is Dave, Dave, has it gone as well as you'd hoped when you said you were going to leave the podcast in our hands? Transfer Dave, deadline day, we signed James Chester. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Oh, it's, 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 I mean, it's the first week of many. I mean, who <laughs> knows how long works. this season will go on for? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? I mean, this season could last three years with the... You just don't know. That's that's the the hellish landscape that we now live in. Football seasons are not. Oh, oh, it'll be finished by May. It's like the Great War, isn't it? It'll be done <laughs> by exa- May. You don't know. It's exactly like the Great War. It's just pain and suffering. And that first half, I swear, was four years long. Yeah, in the Carabao Cup, where energy drinks grow. Yeah, we're going to find, we're going to find Jordan Thompson's poems about the first half. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be taught in schools in a hundred years and ignored and and used specifically. What? No, I'm going to stop that point before it goes. We do not need another soapbox on this podcast, do we? I is is right. <laughs> Breathing. Is there anything else either of you would like to discuss football wise? Um, serious topics, please. Jordan Thompson's um, war poetry is gonna kill me. <laughs> and if and if you feel like that that is something that could be done, write us Jordan Thompson's <laughs> war poetry. I would love to read it. Um, if there is nothing else you would like to 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 talk about, I will say. Um, let, let us finish here, Tony. Where can people, where can people find you to discuss war poetry? <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> uh, He's gone. I'll, no, I'll no, come I'm, back I'm to you, here. Tony. I'll I'm, come back. Okay, I'm okay. At Tone De Pere on on the Twitter. Otherwise, you can find yep. me at work twenty four seven three six five. Uh, and Tom, Tom, is there anything you wish to promote before you go? And, and where can people find you? Um, people can find me in their nightmares. Um, <laughs> and oh, things I'd like to promote. Um, I don't know, give five quid to that Wigan thing. That would be good. I, I don't like yeah. football clubs going. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, yeah. Before, if you before can we, give a fiver, if you can't, finish, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. I, I, Capitalism exists. Hmm. 
but can we just also a, a brief round of applause um you don't have to clap but um james mclean's donation to wigan showing yet again the charitable nature of of our our left winger even though his performance was not the best yesterday so doesn't matter because he, he redeemed it with a what <laughs> tom <laughs> tom come on i want to keep this at least 85 <laughs> percent football related they already the 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 the, the <laughs> some of the fans already think that this is a front for antifa <laughs> it is it <laughs> is gonna... it is we're paid by them we're paid by we them. <laughs> why, why be a front man. let's just not like fascists <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. when did it when did it become a problem to be anti-fascist anyway no right <laughs> come on <laughs> and on that bombshell i hope yes as tony has, has rightly said i hope everyone stays well this week um, we will be back at some point. Don't know when there'll be a friendly. Maybe we'll discuss that when the club tells us about it, maybe. Um, but if not, we will definitely be back after losing to Gary Rowett's Millwall. Um, if there is nothing else that you two would like to say, what I'll say is have a nice week. And as always, go on, Stoke. <laughs>